And we are back for another week, another riveting episode. It's Two Black Minds. I go by the name of GC, the Golden City's Golden Boy, Fountos Fam's frontman from way back when. And you know it by now, guys. I'm a king, I'm a king, I'm a king, I'm a king, I'm a king. It's a young black man trying to build his kingdom. My partner in crime's in the hello, building. Hello, hello, hello. Kafson's hey, here. Kafson is here. Today you've not fumbled your words. I'm not today. No, no, no. Do I usually fumble <laughs> them? You're all confident. No, last week, last week, you kind of like fumbled them all over the place. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, you're all confident at the moment, yeah? So how are you doing? I'm okay, I'm okay. Yeah. The uh, the driver to my getaway car, man. What's happening? Now listen to you. Yeah? Hey, listen to you. What do you mean? <laughs> I was trying to tell you that, hey, don't take... Every time it's after your kingdom, yeah. now you're putting me as a driver to your getaway car. Okay, eh? so what, what okay. better? What's better? But, but no, 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 I don't you know. Can... You know it's, it's, it's all right, it's all right. I'll, 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 I'll be in the control seat. I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm okay. flipping it around now. That's isn't fine. it? I'm in the control seat. <laughs> <laughs> two uh, black minds. Two black minds, we're back. How are you feeling? I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah. It's how you been? Well, Sorry. you know what? Home Alone dug into my house. You know, I oh, told yeah. you my son... He has this sharp spear, yeah? Yeah, yeah? So as soon as it was Christmas kind of thing, somewhere it hit him. Yeah. He had his bell so early. Yeah, yeah. We had to go through Home Alone marathons. <laughs> Seriously, marathon. we've watched all of them. We didn't, so you've, done, you've gone past the Macaulay Culkin We've wins. watched all of oh, them. wow. wow. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that is him and his spear, you know? He's yeah. like, okay, no, Home that's Alone, good. listen. That's okay. good. Yeah. That's, that's just Christmas classics, man. It <laughs> has to be every year I have to watch that. Yeah. And um, The Muppets Christmas Carol. And I haven't gone to the Muppet yet. You haven't been to the Muppet yet? No, oh, I haven't wow. gone to the that's Muppet yet. Scrooge and all that. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. That's the one. That's <laughs> okay. the one. Okay. What's up with you? Good, man. Yeah. Interesting week. Interesting week. We were literally just talking about how... Yeah, yeah. Um, I stopped you because you were like, no, no, we need to get these things yeah, we going. Need to we need to this. <laughs> yeah, tell us the story. So I was... Um, <laughs> so my dad, um, bless him, had some um, had some interesting health issues mm. um, and got brought to the hospital thinking that it could be COVID-related. Um, had a false positive. Find out that it wasn't COVID. There's nothing like a false positive. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Nothing to scare the family <laughs> than a false positive. Okay. Um, got moved around the hospital loads of times. Um, so because we thought he had COVID, me and my mum, who works at the hospital, had to um, had to isolate. Yes. Um, and then we realised it wasn't COVID-related. So I came back into the ho- work and they were like, oh, Dean, um, do you want to get your um, vaccination? Because uh-huh. obviously vaccinations are starting and everyone's yeah. trying to get them. Yeah. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to get it. Well, you know, I'll wait. I'll wait a few months, maybe a few years. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> Until the restrictions come in. Okay. Um, and they were like, no, Dean, you really need to get it. And I go, so have you got it? And he's like, no, no, it's not offered to me yet. It's offered to the BAME community only at the moment. Okay. And I was like, interested. Yeah. So that's more reasons why I'm not going to take it. <laughs> Are you getting paranoid with this thing? So, um, I don't know if paranoid is the right way word, but it's just so new. Or oh, you've over listened to conspiracy theories. I've listened to the conspiracy theories, but I've also listened to the news. Yeah. Um, and I thought, I, I think it was Sky News who just put it on their YouTube channel about how the um, how usual vaccinations are yes. carried out over 10 years. Over so long, yes. And how it was able, they were able to do this, which was supposed to take 10 years in such a quick space of time. Yeah. Um, and I just thought, no, that's a bit too muddy of the waters. Okay. I want to leave it okay. a little bit. I wonder how many people are in the same kind of like bracket. I already I already know because of my position. Um, the reason why my manager spoke to me about it is because I'm a supervisor. Yeah. And therefore I have people that quote unquote listen to me or yeah, uh, yeah. end of my manager. You're influential. 
I'm supervising, yeah. Because um, I'm, I'm clearly saying, no, guys, I'm not taking it. But yeah. you guys want to take it. They're yes. like, what? If you're not taking it, I'm not taking it. Yeah, you're not representing um, well, are you? That's correct. <laughs> so, so I think he tried to dig me a little bit. And it's like, yo, you need to get you it. Need to Come get on, think about the people uh-huh. that blah, 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 yeah. give me the speech. Did they move you up the hierarchy? Who's talking to you? That's correct, they did. Oh, yeah? So I got, um, I got two emails from my... I think it's my, my manager's manager's manager. Okay, you've moved um, up three stairs. Exactly. Just sent me an email and they were like, okay, this is the link to get your book, to get booked in. Yeah. Um, you know, let us know. Here's more information. They sent yeah. another email. I just say, yep, here's even more information. Uh-huh. And I was like, how does this guy know even, that I'm even alive? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, how yeah. does he know my name? <laughs> so someone talking about me. So I was just like, nah, guys, I'm not taking it. And yeah. this reminded me yeah. of the, um, I'm going to get the name wrong. Is it the Taziki? Um, experiment, syphilis experiment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I just thought, why is it this, just offering it to the BAME community at this moment? And obviously, it might just be in, it might be a. Not only the BAME community, because the first person to get it was not BAME. No, she was um, elderly. Yes. Um, so I think it's 60 plus. Yes. And frontline staff. So may, may, no, may, may, I change, may I change the uh, narrative a little bit? Yeah, go Do you think they are offering it to the higher risk groups? 100%. Because the BAME community. Is, is quote high, quote, risk. high risk, yeah? So should we try and negate or remove a little bit of the conspiracy theories and just say, actually, we have to recognize that this is affecting the BEM community higher, mm-hmm. or, you know, our likelihood to have more uh, issues, yeah. uh, okay, or more severe issues with this COVID is I, increased. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. It seems as though COVID is hitting our community the most. Uh-huh. But... I'm too ignorantly intelligent, intelligently ignorant <laughs> intelligently. to say, just to leave it there. Yeah, I yeah. also have to say, I don't trust some people, you know. Okay. <laughs> history has shown me that I can't trust everybody. Okay. Even people with authority. Yeah. Even recent history tells me that. So sure. I'd rather just wait. So, so maybe we need to get through our leaders. You know, it wasn't it in the Americas where the former presidents were like, we shall take it on camera. Yeah, appar- apparently they're supposed you to know, be taking it on camera as so well. Camera all that. So may- maybe we need to get to them days where... And I need, I need them to tell me the batch number of okay. the uh, vaccination that they got so I can yeah. check that it's actually the, it's the same COVID <laughs> vaccination you're, you're that they're getting. You're getting extreme. <laughs> Boris needs to step up and take it on Boris camera. Boris needs to take it as well, yeah. I need, yeah. But then again, if every single other person takes it, I don't yes. need to take it, no? That's my theory. <laughs> okay. You're like, okay. So you, you want to make sure that the batch number is only to the, not not need, put aside for the BEM community. That's correct. I need to know everybody's batch number. How um, can we undo the conspiracy theory structure? You know, interesting that I'm playing devil's advocate, no, but I'm also that, undecided. I'm also undecided. Yeah. Um, but how can we undo the conspiracy theory so that people make informed decisions? Yeah. And... Because each person's decision is their yeah. decision, you know. But how can you make informed decisions to be honest, without the conspiracy? I, I would have got it then if my dad really did have COVID. Okay. It would have scared me enough to be like, you know what, I need to go get it. So you're waiting for you to be on your deathbed for you to get it not, done? Not to be on the deathbed, but for it to be a reality at home. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? So because it's not run yet, home yet. Correct. As of yet, it's been in the BAME community in terms of people have died who have been tested positive for COVID. Sure. But it hasn't necessarily been COVID that has killed people that I know. Yeah. That yeah. Has, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that would be one thing if it hits more home, closer to home. And that's just, someone can't, you can't combat that. That's just a reality. When it hits closer to home, you're going to feed it more. Yeah. What can be done is sharing with us, just, just getting rid of the conspiracies. So telling us ways in which we can combat, um, get a healthy immune system. So tell us about eating vitamins, having more vitamin D, yeah. having more zinc, having more multivitamins. Yeah. 
you know, all these sort of things. Yeah. You know, you know, let me, let me pause it go there because we've taken this whole conversation to yeah, yeah, where we did not want to get. <laughs> exactly, you know, yeah. we are getting too serious into this That's COVID correct. thing. You know, on a lighter note, how do we start quickly summarize this COVID thing so that we get into what we want to talk Can't about? Can't summarize it. And quickly, I'd say I'm going to wait for two years to come past and then after two years, <laughs> if it's still around, okay. we're going to take the vaccination. You're the people that are waiting for the hard immunity yet you're not part of the hard immunity. That's correct. Well, I might be. I don't know. Don't know just yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. It might be my blood that is the answer. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> yes. It might be my blood that has the the um, the coding, sure. the DNA structure, sure. which could solve the whole issue. So for me, I'm going to summarize it like this: from you, the conspiracy theory aspects, it seems like there is more conspiracy theory advertisement than what the government is doing. Oh, one hundred, one hundred. And the government needs to step up and do more educating, more informing. One hundred. Uh, compared to the fact that people that don't have the money, people that don't have the facilities are able to reach the masses more than what the government is doing. 100. That's my summary. Good summary, I must say. Yeah. So we're talking about something interesting today, guys. Okay. Like that was yeah, interesting. That was interesting, but this is a little bit more interesting okay. for our discussion today. Okay. And it hit home a little bit more because I was watching something on um, YouTube. Yeah. An interview, and I just thought, you know what, let's talk about this topic today. Okay. So we're going to talk about, or shall I just say it like this? And the title is Heal Black Man Heal. Okay. And I think it's because I believe that there are a lot of men who are not healed and are going around impacting society, impacting the world yeah. from a broken place. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. So I, I just wanted to say, guys, we need to heal. Yeah. So I wanted that to be yeah. our discussion today. Elaborate on heal. Uh, what are we healing from? Yeah. So I, I think we need to check our mental health regularly. Yeah. To see that we've got a... Um, a hold on to our mental health. Mm-hmm. So that's specifically what I'm talking about. Let's heal from our historical traumas. Let's heal from our childhood wounds. Let's heal from uh, the things that we've gone through um, that are kind of dark in our lives. Yes. That are affecting how we are relating to others. Yes. How we are relating to ourselves and society in general. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like a summary conversation of so many of the previous podcasts that we've done. To some extent. Um, because, but I think it, we need to highlight it a bit more just so that... Um, Maybe we could touch on some things. Sure, sure. That will be helpful for the, our listeners, specifically yes. the men. And it, and it and it says something about me. I think it says something about us that a lot of our topics are about men. A lot of our topics are about trying to improve our standing in society, improve yeah. who we are, yes. and what we are representing mm-hmm. out in the world. Yes. Um, what does it mean to be a man? Specifically, what does it mean to be a black man? I think it was really beneficial because the previous podcast we talked about our contribution to the community. Yeah, you know, so uh, I. I think we talked about it more general as in, you know, the young, the youth, the, yeah. you know, how do they contribute to the community, but also what is stopping them from uh, being able to contribute to the community. So, heal is an interesting one to follow that one. Yeah? Yeah. You started off. So, I can start off in terms of a question. How do you combat things that darken your mood or stricken your health negatively? Uh-huh. Um, we don't have educated men in the mental health field that okay. look like us. Um, specifically black, specifically men in general. Yeah. And we need to fight this stigma of mental health amongst the BAME community. There's a stigma amongst us that we we kind of say, oh, someone's mental health is um, deteriorating or is a bit strange. We say that, oh, they, they got duppy. Sure. Or they they got a ghost or they got um, the spirits aren't right with them. Yes, Let's yes. pray for them. Yes. They may be possessed. Mm-hmm. We may turn it into a religious thing. That's kind of our answers. We normally say, let's pray about it. But how can we heal our spirit when our minds is in turmoil? Uh Does that make sense? But do you think it's, don't you think those two are attached? 
I think they can be attached, yeah. Because I'll give you an example. Uh, a few episodes ago, we were talking about our ancestral kind of like the hereditary scars we yep. have from you know, the black scars, people yep. that have been, uh, that have experienced all this, you know. Yep. You watch 12 Years a Slave and it hits your home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? The, like the, as though the you've lived in our the, DNA. The, trauma, yeah. the trauma in our DNA, you know. So those two, I think those two have got to be encompassed both ways. But mm-hmm. also, and I'm going to throw it right at the beginning, I think part of our healing is our inability or our lack of faith in the fact that the other side understands our plight. Okay. Does that make sense? You know, that... that um, let's, let's start from slavery. Let's, let's yeah. use that as our anchor mm-hmm. for me, well, from my conversation. You know, um, there is limited faith that the white generation understands the plight of the black generation. 100%. And because that limited faith is in the black people, there is a challenge of healing within the community because you're still interacting or you're still immersing yourselves in the same waters as both parties. Yeah. You know, I was watching uh, a debate not so long ago, one of these old debates, you know, um, 19-something, and... This gentleman was saying he was pro-segregation. Pro. Pro-segregation. Yep, I've heard a lot of stories. You know? yeah. And he was talking about that, well, people saying that I cannot choose how I live and who lives around me means they're taking away my choice for for me to choose to segregate. You know, But also, if the black community wants to live within the black, because there's a lot of that. A lot of the black community lives within the black community yeah. until someone... Quotes, quotes, almost develops or gets higher grounding. Yeah. That then, all of a sudden, they are oh my! Now I'm living in the I'm living in the Camptons. Should I put yeah, it that yeah, way? Yeah. yeah. And you're like, okay, so you've gone out of you, our society has segregated itself. That this is our comfort zone. Yeah. You know, we are the sardines in our tin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if that makes and, sense. And a lot of that is because of um, economics. So yes. when when yes. the quote unquote the black community came over to Britain, sure. we all went to cheaper areas to live, and we were amongst ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then when we got wealth, we wanted bigger houses. We didn't want to live in our in homes with our parents and stuff like that. Yes, and big families together. We just separated, and therefore we moved further and further, further and further. So yeah. from those understandings of if we are trying to look at ourselves healing, yeah. when we've got this historical burden yeah. that is already with us, yeah. that is very difficult to change, I think healing is going to take a longer period of time. I definitely think it's a longer period of time. And also, it's us understanding our pain. I don't think a lot of us understand our pain. It, t- it took me a number of years to realize why I get angry when I watch slavery movies. Sure. Like when I was a kid watching it, I hated it. Sure. Because it just made me feel angry, but I didn't, I didn't, didn't have the words why. to understand mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But now I understand, look, because I that's that feels like it's my plight. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? It yeah. feels like if I was if I was born a couple of years before, that would be me yes. on the screen. Do you know what I mean? Yes, and also the for me the pain I get when I experience racism now mm-hmm. is the pain I see in the movies, slavery movies. Yeah, that I'm now getting that same level of pain. So it's yeah. very difficult for me to separate myself and say, oh, I'm in the new generation, you know, pain of discrimination and all that. Like, no, because you separating yourself, we used the analogy and you you really summarize it very well, uh, where you came across a lady and she was trying to cross the road and you were like, okay, I'm going to meet you halfway in the middle of the road so that you understand that I know what you're trying to do, you know, and I'm hoping you'll understand what I'm doing kind of thing. That is a whip on my back when I experienced that. 
you know. So it's not just a, oh, okay, it's a psychological thing. It almost translates or transitions into a physical... Yeah, 100%. And I I need to extend it even further and say that because of all of the movies I've watched, because of the history that I know, it makes my react to racism probably a lot more stronger. Sure. Like my face is a little bit more screwed. Uh-huh. My willingness to throw arms are a lot faster yes, yes. than maybe it would be. Like mm-hmm. the incident, someone could just say a little joke and think that it's just a joke. Sure. But I'll, I'll blow it up because in my mind, I've got this trauma from what I feel my ancestors have, yes. as well as me in this moment. I feel like not only am I making it right, this situation for myself, I've got to make it right for every single person that has been had received racial aggression and sure, attack sure. from people that look like you. So then how, how does me and you heal? So that's the, that's the point for today. So okay. I think we have to heal in many different ways, but I don't just want to talk about racial healing. Yes, yes. I think men in general are we have a high level of anxiety, yes. high level of high level of depression, um, bipolar, um, just just burnout. Yes, like we have a lot of issues in as males, also specifically as black males, and therefore the knock on effect onto our wives, onto the women that we we we're with, onto society, onto our children, like. We may be expressing our anger towards our children for something that happened to us when we were kids. Possibly, yeah. yeah, I understand I think, that. I think we need these. We need the, we need to heal in many different ways, not just racially. But I do think that racial has a the fact that I'm black has a different weight on me than I feel my white counterparts have. Okay, okay. So I think that that's also something that we need to heal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's many, many different ways, so we can go through it. Yeah, go on. Um, you did the Googles, did you? I did a little bit of Google. Well, I, did, I didn't do the Google. Do you know what I did? <laughs> what did you do? I actually thought about this. You topic. thought about this, mom? Because I thought about because usually if it's just a topic, I'll, I'll Google and I'll find out some information sure. and we'll just talk. Yes. But this one, it's more of okay. Let me actually look at my life. Let me think about what I feel generally about yes, yes. men in general. Sure. Does that make sense. Sure. Um, so we know that suicide, um, is quite high. Yep. Um, they say it's been higher throughout the whole pandemic. Yep. Um, and most people are not actually trying to. To kill themselves necessarily, but they're just trying to end the pain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they may feel a lot of pain, and therefore it ends in suicide. But what they were actually trying to do is just end the pain. Just end the pain. Uh, and I just think that was just something interesting to say and to make a statement. And the fact that we don't have therapy, yeah, and um, people that work in the mental health field don't necessarily look like us, so we don't often recognize it in ourselves or in sure, other people. Sure. So let me let me tell you something interesting. Yeah. So I work in the health and sec- health and social care sector. Yeah. yeah? And. Um, we support people with different needs uh, and quite a lot of them have got an underlying aspect of mental health, okay? Yeah. And when I'm interacting with other professionals that are specialists in this field, I have seldom interacted with male. Males, yeah. Yes, with male mental health professionals. Mm-hmm. You know, the percentage of women or female mental health professionals that I interact with is absurdly, the disparity is absurd. Should I put it that way? Yeah. And this is one of the things that even I, who understands the benefit of accessing these tools, sometimes I question myself, like, have I listened to myself enough to say, maybe I need to access these people? Or have I put a blanket over my possible mental health needs? Okay. So like compartmentalize. Compartmentalize, you know? And uh, I feel I'm okay. I yeah. feel, you know, but I also have to question myself, 
Am I feeling I'm okay because I've told myself I'm supposed to be okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. does that make sense? Yeah, or does, am yeah, I actually okay? Yeah. Yeah. And, but this is because of the sector in which I'm in that I, it helps me reflect. It helps me come up to realize that I need to be aware of my mental health. Yeah. I need to be conscious, cognizant. Did he use cognizant? Cognizant, that's a good word. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good word. Did he use? Anyway, side note. And I, I, need to, I need to be able to openly yeah. converse. Yeah. And openly tell people, hey, actually, now nah, I'm feeling like I just want to get on with yeah. my, you know, this is what will help me yeah. sort out my mental health. I, I do that quite a lot. Yes. So when, when friends just holler at me and say, no, Dean, what's up, blah, blah, blah. Oftentimes, I'll just be like very nonchalant on the phone because I don't want to be asked, oh, do you want to come out? Sure, sure. So I'm like, right now, that's not what I want. Yes. That's not what I need. I need, yes. Whereas some people may be the total opposite. They may need people around them that might bring them out sure. if they're... If they're um, depending on their personality types, I guess. Yeah. They may need that. But for me personally, I know I'm fully conscious of the fact that, okay, I need time on my own. And this is where I think one of our primary healing aspects comes in from. We need to be able to internally reflect. Yeah. And then realize what we need at that point in time. You've had a stressful week. You're like, it's my day off. And you're like, okay, I've got these other responsibilities. How do I manage or how do I access the network around me to manage my mental health because guess what? After my day off, I'm going back into. Yeah. You know, how do I be how do I switch off? Yeah. And be able to replenish myself so that yeah. when I go back to work, when I go back to the world's demands, yeah. I'm fresh and I don't feel mentally drained. One thousand percent. Yes. So that in that self-reflection is one of our primary tools we need to access, yeah. or people need to be able to say, it is okay to talk about mental health. Yeah. So so let me just go back to what you were saying. Is is that proof? What you're saying about women being the whole total disparity, is that proof that us men don't talk? That men, oh, yeah, us men don't, yes, not only do we yes. not talk to ourselves, we don't even talk professionally. Professionally, in our context, yes. Professionally, we don't talk. Yeah. You know, you find, I think, I'll, I'll, let, me, let me take why I think this is one of the biggest problems. Yeah. Men have always, always been told they need to be made of steel. Yeah. yeah. Whereas women have benefited from. And it's going to be a bit like, oh, is it, was it a benefit? Have benefited from the fact that, oh, yes, you, there is a cotton wool side of you. Yeah, yeah. There is a soft side of you. There is talk to, you know, go sit down and talk. It's okay to cry. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Whereas men, all these areas of acknowledging and being able to relinquish or being able to surrender yeah. your emotions to the world and then, yeah, breathe out, have been told, no, be a man. Yeah. You know? And what that, does be a man mean? And that's, and that's, I think, that's such an erroneous thought that we should d- diminish. We need to diminish we that. Can't, we can't have this idea that men, you have to, you have to mask your fear. Yes. You have to mask your worries. Sure. And pretend that you're strong. Sure. And women, so we'll get there soon, but women have to realize, look, a man isn't someone who's just physically strong and emotionally strong to the point where they don't share their... Um, emotional side, yes. that, that can't be a positive. We need to eradicate that from our lives. Because mm-hmm. what that does, them masking it means that they express it in a different way. Yes. Does that yes. make sense? Yes. So let me share something slightly. Um, so I, was it last year, the year before, I got the opportunity to speak for the men in my church. You okay. know, so we had men's conference and all that kind of thing. Yeah. And one, the climax of it, you know, we come as men and do, you know, almost hold the church yeah. on that whole day. You know, we are the men, we are doing this and all that. Yeah. So I ended up having to be the person, oh, you no, know, speak for the men, give something out to church yeah. on behalf of men. So what I thought was humbling uh, is that I went and my speech was, I cry. 
Okay. Okay. As a man, I cry. As whatever, I cry. You know, my tears are, you know, I cried. Does yeah. it? You know, it went along those kind of like avenues. But trying, for me, it wasn't out- outreach to the rest of the church. It was actually outreach to my fellow men. Yeah. It is okay for us to accept or to admit that we cry. And we need to stop always only crying when we find the nice darkest room that no one, and that's waterproof that no one's watching and then we cry there. You know, we need to be able to let the world know that this has caused me tears. Yeah. So that we get the support, so that we get, you know, and those tears could be different. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling low. I don't feel like interacting. All those are tears. And we need to stop putting on this armor, this shield, because in the middle of that shield, we are actually crumbling. We are breaking down and Yet by reaching out to the world, yeah. we can heal faster, we can heal better, we are better understood. Yeah. The demands on us are managed by our society yeah. rather than be a man. Be a man is one of the least productive terminologies for us men. 100%. Yeah? Yeah. Th- that is it. And we just need to change no, from it. No, I, we, I fully agree with we that. We need to stop being men and we just need to be people. <laughs> yeah. You know, for yeah. real. Yeah. You know, we just need to be people and... This is me. I'm in pain. I'm enjoying myself. I'm happy. This is what makes me happy. And that's it, you know? Because because what it is, is men are using a a defense mechanism. Sure. So so their fear around their emotions is a fear. So their defense mechanism is to pretend that they're hard and they're strong. Yes. And then we don't talk. Yes. And to mock one another when, oh, oh, oh there's a chink in your armor. Yeah. Oh, you're, you, oh, you're going to cry. You're going to cry. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah mock one another uh-huh. as if that's a way to... Um, strengthen us or to see amongst one another look I'm a man yes but that's, that's ridiculous that's just ridiculous I think that statement you just made is probably the best statement I've heard oh there you are yeah being a man is probably the worst thing for us yeah because quote unquote being a man is being strong and that's not what we need it's hideaway yeah. be, a, be a man is hideaway and pretend don't like be yourself else. pretend you're yeah. something else do whatever you know don't be you go on then so what are these other false um, coping mechanisms how do you see like so you said that just pretending to be strong is yes. one way that we pretend or mask it. Yeah. I see alcoholism yep. as being a way in yes. which we mask it. I think um, this over-sexualized um, understanding is like, oh, I've just slept with like 20 women. That makes me feel greater. Yep. Like I'm, yep. I'm a man. Mm-hmm. Um, the running to finances and money. Like we, we are, the root of our issues oftentimes is that we've got tra- childhood trauma. Yes. Like someone touched us as a boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone, someone, um, our parents broke up when we were when they when they were young. Yep. When we were young, yeah. Um, our our understanding of love and relationships broke down. So all of these things could be things that are breaking us. And rather than focusing on the roots, we'll just pretend that it doesn't exist and we're running around chasing women, chasing money, chasing alcohol, um, and destroying ourselves internally. Personally, for me, I think one of our biggest path of change has been, while the women have fought for equality, while the women have fought for being able to be recognized, men missed a trick on fighting for, actually, this is an opportunity to also learn. Let me put it in a very, not derogatory, but very obscure way. We failed to recognize that that's our opportunity to also learn, to say, no, actually, you also take out the trash. Yeah. Because so many women that also fight for equality and whatever, and they're like, oh, but that's a man's job. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, and in the, but that's a man's job, that category of, okay, who is a man? Which goes back to my be a man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? We, f- we forgot to also fight for, stop saying be a man. Yeah. 
because women were always fighting for don't take me as a woman yeah, because yeah. then the woman had their own this is where women supposed to be so Correct. women fought for don't just don't call me a woman me. Don't, don't categorize me, me yeah, yes yeah, yeah. look at me as an individual yeah and yet men forgot that actually this is also our plight yeah stop categorizing me yeah, yeah so that i come as a person who says you know what i love doing cross stitch <laughs> yeah, exactly. Does yeah. that make sense? 100%. Because it zens me out, it relaxes me, and it kind of like gives me yeah. my humbleness so that when I go out to the world, yeah. I'm able to stand up and lead, yeah. you know? Whereas when I go back home, I'm like, ah, let me spend my hour and do my cross-stitch. Yeah. Because that helps me mentally. 100%. You know, like, ah, no, no, man, you're doing... You were talking about going and doing pedicures and manicures and you're self-conscious because the glasses and whatever. Yeah, facts. You know, yeah, like, yeah. but you enjoyed that moment. Yeah, it zen you out. You know, you're like, I'm relaxed. And it might be, correct me if I'm wrong, it might just be my age. Okay. Like, because I'm because I'm growing up. Yeah. Because I'm growing up, I really think that um, that I need to, I need to do, like, not do more, but just like, I understand who I am more. Okay. And therefore I can do what I want. So I can do more. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like whereas before, I was scared. I didn't really know who I was. I'm trying to look out for, oh, this person's looking at me. I got to act a certain way. Okay. But I don't care no more. And because uh-huh. I'm a certain age, maybe that's what it is. Maturity may have been changing my views, changing my thoughts on things. Sure. So I feel like if I'm emotional, I can be emotional. If I feel like crying, I can cry and not care who's around me because I'm more secure in who I am. Yes. Does that make sense? But so many of us have not reached there. Correct. And how do we reach there? How do we support each other to reach there to know that actually I cry? Yeah. And I don't only cry in that dark room and hidden away, but I cry because I'm feeling sad. I cry because I've watched Pretty Woman and I'm also feeling emotional. Yeah, emotional. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's a good film, to be honest. I'm hoping people get my drift, yeah? That you watch a movie and you cry and you're like, I'm going to hold the tears in because yeah. I don't want other people. And yet, those that bring out their tears, then they show them in a mockery way. Yeah, yeah. On You get a YouTube video of look at this one crying over a yeah. movie. You're like, exactly. you know, you're trying to say this one should hold their emotions in. Yeah. Should hide away from their emotions. Society, if society supports us to develop that way, yeah. but also we become more conscious of the fact that it is okay to explore, explode our emotions outwards. Yeah. In terms of, I'm feeling sad. Or in terms of, guys, I'm just not feeling, I don't know, but I'm, I'm not feeling myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, are you heading towards depression? Are you heading towards whatever? Then... People can understand. Oh, let's go run, you know. <laughs> yeah, so that's been that's been one of the ways that we've been talking. We've been hearing about it over the um, over this pandemic, like over the lockdown. They've been saying about how maybe you should just run like five k, mm-hmm. like meet up with somebody you haven't spoken to in a while and just run five k and then talk whilst you're running. Sure. Not only is health, sorry, not only is exercise good exercise, um, healthy for your mental state, it's healthy for your physical state also. Yeah. yeah I, I would fully agree with that. Yeah. I think it's it's those things that we we don't know yet how to do. Yeah. You know, women are ahead of us. Yeah. Ahead of us in terms of that self-consciousness, self-awareness, and let me try and do this. And actually, sometimes we become the roadblock. Yeah, 100%. You know? And I, and I genuinely believe that we are the roadblock in society. Yeah. Like, they say it's a man's world, and I think that's it. There goes, there goes it's a man's world well, who's a man <laughs> <laughs> well I think you'd say it's a male's world okay. but what I mean is if, if the males in society um, were in better standing I think society in general would be a better standing yes that yes, sense? yes yes I still think women look to, to us for guidance oftentimes and I'm not saying they have to but they look to us for guidance and therefore if we are better if we are healed 
I think the nation can hear. You know, you mentioned something that disturbed me uh, quite a while ago when you said that we are the catch nowadays, as in men, men are the catch, you know. That, for me, it's moved out of before a man was like, okay, let me find my other partner and whatever, you know, like, okay, presidents, you know, you hear presidents, always the wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? You yeah. know, oh, if you ah, you cannot hold the family always, yeah, whatever, yeah. always the partner. You cannot hold the family and all that business. But now, women yeah. have got the pressure of where's the man in your life? Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and are you humble enough to respect your man? I well, like, well, is my man humble enough to respect me? Yeah. And we men, we the men, have got to also ask ourselves those questions: Am I humble enough to respect my woman? You know, am I humble enough to champion my woman? Am I am I humble enough to ask for my woman's assistance? Yeah, and say, oh, by the way, I'm stuck here. Yeah, 100%. but also there is the woman humble enough to respect that. Ah, oh, my man comes because that does not make me weak. You know, well, <laughs> asking for assistance, asking for assistance, oh, asking for help, asking for you know what I'm stuck here. Oh, nah, my mental health is kind of like you know support me with my mental health. Yeah. A lot of us fight that openness. Yeah. So how do we heal from where we are to where we go? First and foremost, be true to yourself. Yeah. And be able to say, I'm going to represent my strength in the world. Part of my strength is the fact that I cry. Yeah. Does that make sense? When I see pretty woman and I sit down and whatever, I cry. Yeah. Because I get also emotional. Ah, oh, I go and sit down and do my cross stitch. Yeah. You know, and do my pedicures. That's standing, uh, being true to you is such a true statement. Yeah. Is that, is that how I put it? You need to be like Junior Bevin. <laughs> Those of you who Go watch on. cool weddings, yeah. you need to stand in front of the mirror and tell yourself what you see. Yeah. What, what do you see? You need to look yourself in the mirror and say, who am I as a person? Sure. Yeah. List the might and be honest with yourself. Because if you are emotional, then be emotional. Yeah. In terms of having an emotional understanding of where you are right now. Like, where, what makes you um, stressed out? What gets you encouragement? And therefore, once you've looked to yourself in the mirror and you see pride, you see power, you see a badass mother, you yeah. know, who don't take no... Yeah. Cool Reddits is the film, you know? uh, <laughs> But once you get a full understanding of who you are, yeah. then you can move and heal. So yes. when we talk about relationships, the reason why I think it's so important is because relationships are often two broken people trying to fix the other person. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're whole and your partner's whole, you become a healthier um, atmosphere. The relationship becomes those, healthier. Those three worlds of mine, isn't it? That's correct. Those yeah, three yeah. worlds of mine. Don't don't go into someone else's world and try to fix it or change yeah, yeah. it. You know, make a third world. Yeah. You know, your world needs to be whole. Yeah. And I think that's a society again feeds this this theory that, especially to women or to young young girls, look, you need to go find your better half, mm-hmm. go find your other half. Mm-hmm. But you can't be half a person. Yeah. I yeah. think we need us to, ourselves to be whole when we come into relationships. Because oftentimes, you're just two bitter people or two people who are trying to get your healing from someone else who's already broken. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. And that can't exist in society. Yeah. That that clashes. Don't that, walk in each other's footsteps. 100%. Walk along each other. Yeah. Walk next to each other. That, it's, it's, it's things like that that causes me to come out of my bed at 10.30, knock on my neighbor's door and say, hey, what's happening in there? Everything all right? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to get out of my bed, guys. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. That's there genuine. That's genuine. Yeah, for real. For real. You know? Again, we, we talk about these things. Yes. Uh, we both, so when we talk about relationships, we both must be seeking to be a whole person separately 
Because uh-huh. sharing our trauma, causing further trauma to one another isn't helpful. Okay? Bonding together over our traumas doesn't equal a happy relationship. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? And, I, and I'm always thinking about this, like, the, who taught... Who taught my Who taught my parents to get over their trauma? Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I realize that I am a I'm a child of their union. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. And if they had childhood trauma, how have they impacted it onto me? Does that make sense? Yeah. So I look yeah. at myself and I'm like, oh, I got this from my dad. Or other people say it to me, oh, you got that from your dad. Yeah. You love joking, you love laughter, you love giggles, like, just like your father. Just like your father. Or they might say, oh, you look like your mother. Mm-hmm. Does that mean? Yeah. So I'm also interesting. Have they have they passed on any trauma to me that I need to eradicate so that my children don't have that trauma? Sure. Does that make sense? Have you reflected enough to say, Daddy, maybe Dad or Mom, I think I got this from you, but I don't like this part of me? I've, I've, I'm thinking about that now. Yeah. I've not had those conversations. Okay. But I'm willing to have those conversations. And I think my parents are just, they're happy to have those conversations sure, whenever sure. I need to. And, and there is one of our key healing factors being well being comfortable to welcome such conversations our parents our leaders our peers yeah. just to be able to understand that when someone comes and says oh then humble yourself to listen give this person that space yeah. for them to be able to say what they need to say because that's part of the start of the healing yeah so how do we heal mister you know how do we heal so some helpful activities yeah um Maybe you can talk about you personally. Maybe I'll talk about me personally. Like things that I do or that I think have helped me over the years. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. So I say exercise. Yeah. Um, nothing nothing beats um, me looking in the mirror at myself and saying, Rad, Dean, you're looking good. Do you know what I mean? So whether that's exercise, whether that's going to the gym, pumping weights, whether that's just running, like that's helpful for me. Sure. Is that a mask or is that supporting of healing? Um, I think it helps me in terms of if I spend an hour or an hour and a half in the gym, it helps my mind. Okay. It helps um, if I've got a busy mind, if I'm thinking about a lot of things, I'm, I'm able to just clear out. Sure. Clear sure. out the noise and the mess. Yeah. So that's helpful for me. Um, as well as the physical physique. Um, eating healthier. So I've been eating vitamins. We've taken vitamins for at least the last four or five months. Mm-hmm. And I don't. F- I feel like that's been helping me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Science says that it helps. So I'm happy to go with science. <laughs> and yet you're here with your vaccine issues. That's correct. <laughs> um, sunlight and being outside, I mm-hmm. think that helps. There's a thing called grinding. Have you heard of grinding? Grounding, yes. So grinding is in taking off your socks, going outside and having your feet on the ground. There's a lot of other things that you can do to ground yourself. But yeah. In addition, yeah. So, yes. so there's, there's a documentary on YouTube called Grounding, which I'd, I'd encourage anyone to watch. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's literally barefoot walking. Mm-hmm. So wherever it's in your garden, it's just barefoot walking and just getting being one with nature to some extent. Um, and there's some science behind that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of the other things that people can do to ground themselves, you know, just being able to stand, put your feet, just uh, shoulders sides apart, you know, and basically be meticulous in telling yourself each and everything you're doing. If I'm yeah, telling, yeah. oh, close your eyes. Pick out a sound in the, within your environment and listen to that sound. Get yep. the get the rhythm of that sound. 100%. You know, uh, a clock. Can you hear your clock? Because nowadays, all these sounds are kind of like masked. Yeah. It's now noise. Yeah, yeah. So being able to just kind of like stop yourself and identify a sound and zone into that sound. Yeah. Listen to it. Get its rhythm. You know. I, I'd say meditation is a good meditation one. Meditation is a good one. Meditation is a very yes. good one. There's, there is a, a free app, and I can't remember what it's called, Mindfulness, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So if you go to your phone and app stores, any of your app stores, and just type in meditation, mm-hmm. there's bound to be some free apps you can yes. go to. Meditation is really helpful. Uh-huh. It takes a while to get into it. Okay. But even if you just do like three minutes today and then by the end of the week, we're doing like seven but minutes. That's the that's thing. That, that just, you know, you, well, for me, I measure my calmness, my mental calmness yeah. by how much I can do without doing anything. Yeah, yeah. In terms of, okay, I'm now just going to sit and look at that wall. Have I got the composure? Yeah. So the composure that I know I have, if I cannot exercise it freely, then I know, okay, my mind is moving too fast. Or there's something, you know, if that makes sense. So if I cannot kind of just sit down and say, okay, I'm going to look at that fly and just get intrigued by that fly that is walking around, then my mind is moving too fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I need to bring myself back yeah. to, okay, I need to be able to look at that fly and just appreciate it walking around and imagine its world. Yeah. Or oh, I need to be able to just close my eyes and listen to the clock and yeah, yeah actually I can hear the tick tick. Oh, has it been 60 seconds? Or has it been yeah, whatever? Yeah. Without feeling the need of, oh my God, that's been long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that for me it's is powerful. Just the ability to slow down. Yes. is really yes. helpful. Yes. I talked about, uh, I talked about removing the skip button. You remember last last conversation we were yep. talking about oh like for example, our children yeah, I've yeah. got the skip button YouTube's and all that you yeah, know you've yeah. got the skip button that is part of our minds going too fast because mm-hmm. these things these tools take away from us you yeah. know that we don't have the humbleness we don't have the calmness to accept world the way it was you know the t- gone are the almost gone are the times where you sit down and you're watching your nice program and then there's a commercial and you still stay in your couch yeah, yeah. to watch the commercial. You don't, you don't, you don't look for the remote control. <laughs> you don't look for the remote over. control. <laughs> yeah. You know, these, these are the things that realize, oh, actually my yeah. mind yeah. is not calm enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good enough. Um, another one going for walks. We kind of said that already going outside. Yeah. Um, singing. Singing is really helpful. Yeah, kids do that a lot. Uh-huh. So they turn on to a YouTube program and they just start singing or trying just to sing, sing along with the songs. Mm-hmm. I think that's helpful. Playing music is always helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're able to do it, if you're, if you're not ashamed, you can just stand up and dance in your sure. room um, or just listen to music and dance. And I think those are things that are really helpful. Sure. There's, there's the obvious one. Yes. Which is therapy. And I think we shouldn't, we shouldn't be afraid to talk. Yeah. Um, I guess there is a bit of pushback just because of costings wise. Mm-hmm. I've, been to, I've been to a therapy before. Yeah. A therapist. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I find it really helpful. I find it really engaging. And what I went to, I think, seven sessions, eight sessions. Okay. They were weekly sessions. So having those moments in your week where you're like, okay, I'm going to combat a certain thing. Yeah, yeah. You're going to go there and you're just going to talk, 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 talk. Yes. And having the reality that, look, this person is not going to share that with anybody else. They're yes. just going to listen. Mm-hmm. Ask questions and listen. And I thought that was really helpful. It challenged me to continually not bury things. Yes, But yes. really bring them to the forefront. Yes, uh-huh. That was helpful. So therapy, I'd always encourage people to go to therapy. I know it's costings, but um, it's helpful. Yeah. Talking to people, this helps me very Social much. Social therapy, yeah, this is this amazing. Me, you know? I saw, a, I saw a, um, a friend shared a link with me, not a link, a, um, a tweet with me. Okay. He says, oh, uh, it's from a woman. And this woman says, why do men not go to therapy? They just start podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of thought, that. Yeah, that's a me. A bit of that's that. Me. Yes, yes. But... This this is also therapy. Talking. Yeah, you know, it's, talking. it's talking. It's being able to be to face your peer and have the conversation, and be comfortable enough to have the conversation. You know, I always tell people that one of the things that I enjoy from our chats and all from just our interaction yeah. is that we challenge each other. Yeah, you know, we are comfortable enough to challenge each other and give ourselves the no. Are you thinking of it right, or have you questioned yourself whether you're thinking of it right? Yeah, 
100%. You know, and that gives me, for me, my development, my calmness, where the time I'll feel very uncomfortable to tell you something, yeah. I'll know there's something wrong with me, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, and it's having those peers that you feel comfortable enough to talk to people about, to talk to, to talk about things with, yeah, 100%. you know, that I'm going to tell you. Um, I know you know my closets, yeah. if that makes sense, 100%. you know. But I know you're going to challenge me to deal with my closets or you're going to bring the bulb into my closet so that I yeah. can see clearly. And expose, yeah, yeah. And expose whatever is there. And I'm like, ah, oh, way, okay. Yeah. And that is it. So being able, this is part of our healing. But then I think what would be interesting for us then to converse off, to get a bit of your input yeah. is what about the generational healing that we need to do? Yeah. How do we achieve that? Yeah. So I just want to give, before we get there, yes. I just want to give one more recommendation. Okay, go on. And I think this recommendation is not um, said enough. Okay. Yeah. One of the ways in which we can which we can heal or help us better is to have more sex. Okay, there you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I genuinely think um, sex is a way in which you being intimate with another person is a way in which you can help your mind heal. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It gives you security. It gives you um, just endorphins. It just, should I tell you should, everything? Should I, should I give you something yeah, interesting? And I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna angle it via the movies. I'm gonna angle it via the movies. There's a lot of insinuation through movies yeah. about how women keep their homes and their husbands happy. Okay. Yeah. Have yeah. you sorted out the bedroom? Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Something. Ah, sort him out in the bedroom. <laughs> You know? Yeah, so I've, I've heard the statement that you can't argue with someone when you're naked. When you're naked, yeah. yeah. So if a woman's angry, all she has to do is get naked. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and th these things. Because of the benefits of the fact that yeah. it's exercise, you know? <laughs> it's a gym in itself. Uh, correct, yeah. Let me put it that way. And then yeah. you're like, okay, well, I've just been to the gym. And, yeah, yeah. You know? And th this is where... So, yes, you're right, you know? That that kind of, like, intimacy yeah. is... It's critical for our day-to-day -day rejuvenation and whatever, you know. Yes, don't abuse it. Don't think, oh, but I need my healing now. <laughs> so then, like, you'll have, you'll have husbands turn into their wives like, yo, I just need some healing. Then, then you're becoming a burden, actually. You're, you're giving yourself a burden, you know, kind of thing. But be confident enough to understand that it's not only for you, but at the same time, it helps you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So that, yeah, there's, and there, are, there's, there are also resources like this. You can Google the way, even local. You can Google uh, mental health and your wherever whatever city you're in. There's going to be a list of things of people, experts that you can yes. go to and talk there's to. There's a lot of NHS and uh, whatever information 100%. out there. Please access that information yeah. and you know mental health. So let's go back to what you were saying. Yes, generational generational healing. healing. How can we um, encourage generational healing? One of the things I would do, yeah, or one of the things I would encourage doing is having, if you've got them. Grandparents, parents, um, siblings, children, all in the same room mm -hmm. and having real conversations. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm really encouraged by um, the fact when my brother comes down and me, my brother, and my dad are in the same room. Yeah. Because the conversation is different. The energy is different. The energy is different. I mean? Okay. We actually, we can tell that we're actually for one another. Uh -huh. Do you know what I mean? We're yes. for the... The, the improvement of their lives and their, for the improvement of mine. Sure, so sure. our conversations are greater. Mm -hmm. So where possible, I'd get generations together and talk and converse. Yeah, yeah. You know what, I'm, when you're talking, I'm getting the picture of how nowadays our, our peers yeah. are learning how to 
get their parents to talk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see, you see a lot of it actually. You see uh, children being comfortable enough to prank their parents because yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. You prank your parent, you get it. You silly person, kind of thing, you know. But now our parents are becoming lighter yeah. in terms of we can access them more. Yeah. yeah, and because we can access them more, let's present the tools in which we can. Now I want to talk. Yeah, and I want to talk about this. Oh, I want to hear you because we could be the tools to support our parents heal. Hundred yeah. percent. To support all these other generations by come, I'm willing to listen. Yeah, you know, and. If you're like, oh, but uh, because we have the, then there'll be the roadblocks, there'll be the padlocks before the doors of, yeah. you know, parents like, ah, you know, you know, kind of thing. But support your elders, support your other generation to respect the fact that you want to hear rather than read from somewhere else or visualize from movies and whatever yeah. the plight that they might have gone through. And you know what? That. Their healing may be in their talking. In their talking, yeah. Yes. So whilst they're talking and sharing stories about their own lives, yeah. that could be a way in which they heal themselves. Yes. So being able to give those opportunities to each other is critical. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. It's it's very very critical for us to say, let's talk. Let's talk is the healing part. Yeah. Let's talk more. I think I think that's at least the initial, probably the bulks of it. That's the bones of it. Yeah. It's just just talk. Yeah. Just express because what you'll realize is there are certain stories certain memories that you have that you can recall from your past that are making you who you are today. Sure. Like, I, I remember the first time um, someone was racially abusive to me. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, throughout my childhood, I remember the first time I met a friend who's no, who's no longer with us, he's passed away. The first time I met him and how he would, he'd snitched on me to a teacher. <laughs> and, and I was like, what? I was, that's junior school. Yeah. Like, these certain memories that I have, like make me who I am. The reason I act the way I am now is because of all of these sort of stories or history or moments that I can remember and recall to this day. Yes, and yes. your parents probably have the same. Yeah. They could probably remember something significant that happened to them as a child, yes. which to some extent makes them who they are today. Yes, yes. I think also, let me just put a bit of a safeguard issue yeah. uh, in terms of protect yourself from allowing the pain to transition to you. Because mm. you might for those that are fortunate enough to have people who will be able to share the wind rush conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, protect yourself from that pain yeah. coming on. Be able to relinquish the pain from the other person without it becoming your darker spot. Yeah. Oh, my parents did this and they went through yeah. this and because of that group, because yeah. of this group and like all of a sudden you've... But give what the, you see is yes. oftentimes the children will seek the justice will for, seek the, for the justice. Yes, uh-huh. And they just there might not be time for justice for right justice. now for those things. Yeah, so tr- try to make sure you you protect yourself from getting into the dark hole. Yeah. But from their trauma being your trauma. From their yeah. trauma being your trauma. Basically, yeah. Thank you for summarizing that. No, that's good. You know, I think those are the ways, those are some of the ways in which we can, the generational healing. But also, I want to ask, or I want to demand actually, yeah. from the other people. Yeah. So from the white generation, from whatever, to acknowledge. Yeah. Fully acknowledge, not, oh, okay, yes, we know. Acknowledge the difficulties, the path that we are walking, that even if we seem like we are seated in the same office, typing, using the same computers, yeah. your challenges are not our challenges yeah. because of our history. Yeah. If you're able to acknowledge those things, those things support you to support me yeah. to eradicate the challenges from our history. So, so... Those things are so important. So when they, they make, when Caucasian people make a, a, a random comment, maybe they said a joke, 
about um, the black market. Yeah? You might have said a joke about the black market. And to them, yes, they were trying to make a racial statement, but sure. they were just trying to say a joke. A joke, yes. You may hear it and feel pain. Yes. And if they understood our plight, they would never make those statements to begin yes, with. Yes, yes. Does that make sense? Yes. I will tell you, like, for example, for me, one of the things that really disturbs me yeah. is that it's been quicker for all generations to transition from the masculinity issues of policeman, you know, fireman to yeah. fire person to fire or whatever, yeah. you know, than it has been for them to transition to acknowledge the racial biases. Yeah, 100%. You know, and I'm like, why has that been? So with with society not really transitioning um, as fast as I expect, or as I would like it to transition, racially, you know, in terms yeah. of the racial responses, for me that is one of my other questions. You know, yeah. why? Yeah, I I agree with you fully. I, I think there is reasons why more, just because racial I think has more impact on more things, okay, than just a changing of a word or a changing of a concept. So, so in those things, I do, I do think that it's a if you have to change someone's perspective from racially, yeah, you've got a constant. They've got to constantly rethink, 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 rethink so many things. And I think for some people that it's too draining, it's okay. too much, okay. too much stress, or it's just I don't, it doesn't affect my life. Why should I care so much about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. Oh, I don't know it. Yeah, I don't know it. And it's the, it's I am the not learning, the learning it's the, part of it. It's the oh wow, I've got to admit to having some of the. Benefits yes, of yes. racism. Yes. And I kind of like these benefits. Uh huh. Do so, I mean? So okay. I think that's just something that we've got to deal with as, uh, as a society at home. Okay. But how, how does that then translate to our healing? We heal if we want to heal. So I, I think it first starts with us, or it first starts with you. Yeah. It first starts with me. Me wanting to heal for me. Do we know that we have a problem? That's also a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like I again it's again in my personality is I'm so conscious of myself yeah yes. like this, the words that I speak often I'm conscious of what I'm saying because I want to invoke emotion or I don't want to evoke emotion sure, or I want to sure. invoke this kind of feeling or I don't want to evoke this feeling and like, maybe that's because of me as a storyteller me as a writer yes um, I'm very conscious of the words I, re I use so therefore it translates to my everyday living um, and maybe some people are not as conscious as that maybe they don't have that freedom to be as Conscious, they just speak how they want to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So from my perspective, it starts with me because I'm fully aware of who I am. Or if I'm not fully aware, I'm pretty much aware of who I am. For my society, is like a, a full, a full on, deep rooted aim for me as a human being. Uh -huh. So it, it, it may come easier to me than it does come to others. So I think one of the things if we see it in others is to challenge our friends, challenge those that we love. Say, hey, is everything okay in this area? Yeah, it seems yeah. like, and be honest with one another. Yeah, um, and we've. We're grown enough, me and you at least, to say, okay, if you've got an issue or you see something happening, you can just say, oh, Dean, um, what's that about? You said yes, something. Yes. Do you yeah, know what I mean? And yeah. ask those questions. Yeah. Um, and be trustworthy of your friends that they can ask those questions. And when they do ask those questions, it's because they see something that you may not be aware of. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I think healing healing is a... It's one of those conversations that can just go on. Yeah. You know, that can... Because in our talking about it, for me, I feel this has also been part of my healing process, you know, you talk okay. about it like, actually, yeah, am I looking at my emotional well-being in the right manner? Am I, am I exploring the tools that I need to explore? Am I reaching out enough, you know? And I think also we need to support our children to, I want to summarize it based on our children. We need to support our children to be comfortable enough to stop learning, be a man. And they, I want them to hear that phrase, 
the least amount of, you know, times as possible. So that they, especially my son, you know, so that they learn to know that actually when I fall down and hurt myself, I cry. But at the same time, I need to not to overblow it out of the water. Yeah. And just know, okay, the pain has been, you know, now let me toughen up a little bit because it's not going to take off my arm. Yeah. It's not going to take off my leg or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. And for us men, us talking about it is not going to take, it's not going to change who we are. Yeah. In terms of actually this is me, but it's going to better us. Yeah, 100%. It's going to change us for the better, should I put it that way? One million percent and society for the better. One thing that this could have done today. Yes. We could have made it more specific to me and you. Yes, yes, we could And have. talked about our individual traumas. Yes. But I don't think that would be helpful for our listeners. No. It might be interesting for them. Yes, it <laughs> but, might be interesting. But it would, I don't know if it would be helpful. Um, so let's, let's, let's leave it there okay. in terms of this topic, just because I think We need to helpful. come back to this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think it'll probably come back throughout our other episodes anyway, sure, just sure. naturally. Yes. Um, but I think it's interesting because we could have had just, we could have specifically said, okay, these are my traumas. Yes. These are how, how it's affected me. Uh-huh. And this is how my life is and how I'm combating these things. Yeah, yeah. We could have done that. And that might have been helpful. Yes. Um, but it might have just been entertaining for our listeners to have like a list of things that they could bring up. <laughs> uh, so when I'm famous, they can well, go to Well, the as news. long as they can bring the lights to my closet for me to see my things, then I'm exactly, happy. Exactly. So if they can be part of my healing chain, <laughs> then I'm happy. You know, That's definitely. It, okay, okay. But, but we, need to, we need to come back to this. Maybe need throughout to. the rest of the, you know, sort of throughout all these other podcasts, yeah, these yeah, are some yeah. of the things we shall talk about. 100%. And we do share the conversation. But I think for me, what I'll, I'll give two summaries. Yeah, go on. One summary is that within us, the men... We need to talk. We need to be open-minded enough to face ourselves in the mirror, talk, and then let our peers be the mirror. Yeah. So that once I've got the confidence to face myself in the mirror and be truthful to myself, yeah. now let me face the world and let the world be my mirror so that I can be truthful to the world. Because that will give me the confidence not to always hide behind the shield, yeah. but to be the best person I can be to the world because it understands me. Yeah. Yeah? That's good. And then for the world... Especially for the Caucasian world, I'm going to put it that way, especially for the Caucasian world, they need to be comfortable enough to come and say, let's face this. This is our history. Let us face this as part of their healing as well. Because a lot of people run away from it. A lot of people stop giving, giving us trinkets to justify your, oh, by the way, that was the past and that is your healing. Because that is not healing us. Yeah. That is not healing us. Don't give us the trinkets of, oh, by the way, yeah, uh, let's let's recognize the black people or whatever, and here is a trinket. Yeah, yeah. You know, now, <laughs> yeah. now you know, kind of thing. No. Yeah. We had this problem. Let's talk about it. Let's move on. Let's kind of like appreciate where we are. And then the things that are trinkets now become realistic factors to say, you know what? Yes, the poverty-stricken demography that is, is because their challenges are this. Yeah. We are COVID is hitting us so high, and yet the population that is key working population is BEM. 100%. Why? Yeah. Don't start, to, oh, now let's offer you the vaccine first. Yeah. Deal with the root of the problem. 100%. Does no, that make good. sense? No, that's good. You know? That's good. That's good. This is why the wider community needs to heal as well, it needs to recognize that, oh, there is a healing conversation that needs to happen and awareness, awakening. Because, yes, you're giving us the vaccine first and then until the next one. Then we are all significantly affected because the whole population is, you know, we don't stop. Yeah. And yet you have the flexibility to stop. Why is that disparity there? Yeah. You know? 
No, that's good. That's good. That's good thoughts. That's good thoughts. I think, in, in my summary, I want I want to say it like a like an American preacher. Go on, preach. I was gonna. <laughs> I feel it in me. I've got the basket so. ready <laughs> for the offering plate. I feel like um, the nation needs you to heal. Yes. You know, I think I think the work that needs to be done in this nation, in our cities, in our communities, is down to you and I healing. Okay. Yeah. So if you heal, the nation will heal. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's that's where I drop my leg and slam yeah, the pulpit. Yeah. The nation, the nation will heal. When you heal. Yeah. So um, I think that's important. Black man, king, queens, heal. Your healing for your kingdom. For real. Yeah, that's good. I'm a king, I'm a king, I'm a king. Hey. Two black minds. We're back until next time. Socials. Socials, make sure you hit us up on two underscore black underscore minds on Instagram. Hit me up on last name Henry on Instagram. DM us. What have you learned? What have you liked? What have you enjoyed? What have you not liked? What do you want us to talk about next? For real. Mr. No Socials over here is just chilling in the back. I'm chilling. Part of my healing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no Socials is part of your healing. Yeah, that might be a good, that's a good thing. That's a good the, thing. The demands that are on the socials, you yeah, know, yeah. They, are no longer, they are not yet value for money. Should I put it that way, no? That's good. So, yeah, for real. Guys, Two Black Minds two signing black out. Minds. Until next week. <laughs> <laughs>